0: Jai Singh, G'day mate, how are you? Very
1: nice to be with you once again.
0: Pal, I really appreciate you taking the time, Jay. You're the, I, it's you know you've really saved this whole this whole podcast now, sort of you know um, coverage integrity. Um, and we got our <laughs> bloody wish, Jay. We got our bloody wish. We said we wanted a five day draw, and a five day draw we received. And yet somehow, even though I got what I wanted, I don't feel particularly pleased about it. Strangely enough, how do you feel?
1: Yeah, yeah, well, I, I feel a bit the same, a little bit um, like it was anticlimactic. I think, in fact, you are asking for a four-day test because you weren't getting too ambitious. So you should be feeling over the moon, having got more than you asked for.
0: But and, look, um, I said Virat right would the score 100, of, Jai, and he got 180. I don't know, So, yeah. you know?
1: Uh, yeah. and I, I said it probably wouldn't happen, so yeah, we were, as usual, wrong about everything. <laughs>
0: Uh, classic, classic us, Jai. Well, I mean, I wasn't wrong about <laughs> quite everything. I would like to have a Well, you a didn't make as
1: many predictions, there. which was very wise.
0: Ah, that's a good point. Yeah. I did sort of get, um, get led off there by sheer, a lack of, of, of predictions. Um, it was great to see Vera at score a hundred though. God, he was good. Um, everybody, there were so it many was, hundreds. Yeah. Cameron Green got a hundred, Jai. that, you know, 23 year old Scotch boy. We love to see that. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. I mean, it's, it's good to see him flying the flag. Uh,
1: and it was quite the match for Breakthrough Hundreds.
0: Breakthrough Hundreds all over the joint. I, I interrupted you before, man. I'm sorry. Um, what's your reflections? What's your overall reflections on that game, Jai? Any, anything that you wanted to get out straight off the bat? I think it was a bit of a grey sort of game. It's, it's sort of
1: like it was It's played not quite in a sharp colour. It wasn't really It was more about the individual stories, but when you look at the overall game, nothing really
0: happened. Yeah. It didn't do much to sort of settle it was it was sort of the opposite end of the spectrum from the previous three tests that we've seen, right? Where wickets fell in huge clumps, the Mm. runs were really hard to come by, the spinners looked like they were bowling pure hand grenades. This was a road, you know. It was an absolute Total road. The only way it could have been flatter is if it was traveling between, you know, Sydney and Perth. It was the, it was the nullabore of pitches, <laughs> this pitch. Um, yeah, it was a, an absolute batathon. And it's the first time I've felt sorry for the bowlers in this whole, te- well, not, not all <laughs> of the bowlers. It's the first time I've felt sorry for both sets of bowlers this whole test series. Um, it looked like it was an absolute soul crushing thing to bowl on. <laughs> I, reckon.
1: <laughs> I think so it was, It's a bit like the pitches in, in Pakistan uh, that When Australia went on their mm, last uh, yeah. tour it's, it, We were hoping that the series would slow down a bit And we'd have a bit more time to savour it And I think it just shows how hard it is To make the perfect pitch uh, In such challenging uh, conditions for the curators yeah. Trying to find that balance between Getting the pitch to last five days And not having it where it's going to last Maybe seven or eight days
0: Not having it, so it's going to be the timeless test. Um, Exactly, yeah. If they they just had to get on the boat in
1: 1929, this would have been an amazing (laughs) test.
0: Yeah, if only I had a boat to catch giants in a one-day series. Um, look, I was I was thrilled for Usman Khawaja getting hundred and eighty. I thought Usman looked great for that, and and like I say, Cameron Green's hundred and fourteen was a real breakthrough for him. And then for the India, you know, seeing there was six fifty-run partnerships in a row, Jai, which must have even yes, thrilled and, you. Um, and
1: they were missing one. And they were missing one of the um, the top five as well. So uh they they did very well obviously you have to mention the conditions but uh as I say, you can only bet on the pitch you get.
0: You can only bet on the pitch you get, mate. That is absolutely true. Um, and and I yeah, I, I was very impressed by all of those uh, partnerships. It, it yeah, you know the pitch does come with those caveats as we mentioned. Well, how did you feel about Virat's hundred, Jai? What was your opinion on that? Were you were you pleased to see it? And how do you think he played? Do you think this is the start of another huge run of runs for our man Virat? I think it could
1: very well be because it looked like he had more of a mental block. And when he saw this pitch, he said, there's no way I'm going to fail on this. And it was just absolute (laughs) determination from him. He often has this reputation of he gets bold and he looks like, well, that didn't happen. Can I review that? It's even more than Shane Watson. And obviously that speaks to his self-belief. And so confronted with something where he was expected to do well, that could be sometimes too much pressure. But for him, it was like just the green light. This is my day.
0: I think he's been feeling the pressure. You know, there'd be no way that you couldn't feel the pressure when you've got, you know, what is it, like 66 million, (laughs) 266 million followers on Instagram. I'm sure everybody's on you all the time about, hey, Virat, where's your next hundred? You slacker. And, and you know, he's such a class player um that I knew it was it was coming and I think you're right I think you would have taken one look at that deck and thought you know what <laughs> I'm on here <laughs> I'm on like Donkey Kong and it was you know in, as an Indian cricket fan you must be really pleased to see that sort of changing of the guard um in a way between Shubman Gill and Virat with Shubman's 128 and he looked sensational Axar Patel again getting another you know 80 odd and looking sensational um you know, having Ravi Ashwin sort of batting eight or nine is just so immensely rude. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Genuinely feels inconsiderate. And, uh, you know, the next test that happens after this, Jai, we'll have probably another phone call between you and me for these two teams because it's going to be the World Chess Championship final in England, which is completely unsuited to both teams. World Chess Championship. Oh, gosh, I can't speak. (laughs) Sorry, I, sh- I shouldn't uh, make fun of you
1: there. I'll probably Giant. do something equally tongue-twisting in a few minutes.
0: If you didn't make fun of me on this show, what would the audience be thinking? They'd think uh, you were a total patsy pl- placed in here, just to laugh at my jokes, and we both know that, that's that, not that true. true. <laughs> They'd
1: be thinking I'm, I'm just rolling in the money that you're giving me.
0: That's exactly right. The millions of dollars, Jar, that we've both received <laughs> from this podcast. <laughs> uh, what's your thought on the uh, World Test Championship final? Got it.
1: Well, I was going to say, first of all, with this test, um, mm. it looks like I want to mix my movie franchise metaphors oh, here. Please. It's both. It's both Return of the King and A New Hope.
0: Oh, very good, Jai. Very good. You know that sits in my vernacular. Yes, indeed.
1: Oh, yes, yes. I'll just get all the movie cliches out there to start <laughs> with.
0: <laughs> they both batted sensationally, I thought. Like. They the- did,
1: yeah, and it was good to see them together. Obviously, we hope you're out. has got quite a while left but it's always good for the apprentice to be able to learn his trade from the master rather than have to come in as you know uh, the new hope without the old hope there to guide him
0: mm. and like he does look good shubman Gill. jeez he looks good jifer he's 23 yeah. years old as well and god he can bat like it's that mixture of dexterity and those like deft shots and then absolute power some of those like cover drives and straight drives from shudman gill were just off the chain demoralizing is it yeah he's a very um, good batsman to watch,
1: but in a in a strange way because he's not really textbook. He's got this homespun technique. He's got some shots that no one else seems to have, but they just look very elegant and textbook like the way he plays them.
0: Mm. Yeah, yeah, he's going to be a really great batter for a very, very, very long time. did, did the seeing those partnerships, Jai. Seeing all those partnerships all the way down the on down the list. There, did that do anything to cure your? a long-lasting insecurity about India's batting lineup. Did that do anything to ease your anxiety across what has been a central issue of your life for the last, I don't know, however long I've known you? A little bit, yeah. Well, uh, basically,
1: since um, uh, Ronald Robertson and Vivis Luxman retired, uh, actually, no, let, let's go further back. It's been a problem since Ganguly retired because they've never had a number six to replace him. And then uh-huh. they didn't have a, they replaced the number six, and they didn't have a number five. So yeah, it's been a problem most of my adult life. <laughs> um, I, I, I struggle through with this chip on my shoulder. The last middle order spot just doesn't feel quite right. I, I just, you know, try to suppress it and carry on with life.
0: Is it good you've got a therapist these days mate that you can talk these things out with and when you don't have them absolutely,
1: absolutely you know yeah. after a while they get sick of me but you know each <laughs> one puts up with me for a while
0: Did you you genuinely though did you feel like this eased a little bit or was this just a more of an extraneous result rather than a template for the future do you think?
1: Um, I think it's probably shows something we've seen for a while, like you were saying with Ashwin at number eight or nine. How strong India's tail is, and that covers up for the fact that they haven't really got a number five they're happy with. Okay. So it more, I think they could be perfect if uh, Shreyas Iyer or someone else really came up with the goods. Um, but obviously they're you know number one or number two at pretty much every moment, so you can't complain too
0: much. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think there's much room for for complaints there, pal. Um, I, I I tell you what, I was pleased about Jai was that, um, the coach came out, the Indian coach came out after the game and said this is the best spin attack he's seen in India since Swan and Panesar, um, back in 2011, mm. and that's that's what I thought was some pretty high praise. What did what did you make of those Aussie spinners?
1: Yeah, they were. Um really surprisingly effective. So Lyon has a reputation as not really being that good away from Australia because he's got the um, style that relies more on overspin. Mm. Um, But he showed his versatility, that he could change uh, the way he would bowl to match the Indian conditions and get more out of it than uh, a legend like Warney was able to. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's funny just looking at his stats. It feels like only yesterday that he's made his boo, that he's got 450-odd wickets. He's played well over 100 tests. Uh, he's completely put that um, debate uh, to bed now. And so this was really his final vindication, I think.
0: And, mate, to get your final vindication with 65 overs... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That is a long, long, long day in the field. 65 overs is a lot of overs. Todd Murphy bowled 45.5 in that Indian innings. Like, that is crazy crazy talent. and
1: it's crazy because they had three spinners as well so the proverbial uh approach is you under one of the spinners and kuhneman was the one under and he still got through 25.
0: <laughs> yeah have a nice easy day off matt Here you go 25 <laughs> overs. 25 <laughs> overs in searing heat yeah nice nice easy day off for you pal um <laughs> Yeah, and look that—the last innings sort of petered out a bit there. The the only thing that I think is worth mentioning about that last Aussie innings is Travis Head getting ninety opening the batting, and given that um, Usman picked up an injury trying to take a grab at the end there, it's feasible that we could have a completely new opening partnership. In this game for the world chest test championship, Jai test championship, test championship. Oh my gosh, um, I'm literally going to rehearsals. I'm going to play at the moment. I've got to go to rehearsals straight after this, and I need to do a voice warm up. Clearly, um, yeah, that's that's pretty interesting to see, right? Like Uzim having made 180. I hope it's not too serious. I hope it's he's going to be okay by the time the the final comes around, but if he's not there the likelihood of us seeing like Travis Head and and a Bancroft or a Harris potentially is is pretty high and that's pretty wild like what a high intensity high pressure thing to come in for one game an open for your country outlaws um, for the mace hell's teeth
1: yes it's very interesting they had four different openers in this uh series and there's every chance that none of them will be opening in the next match obviously <laughs> <laughs> Goodman probably won't retain his spot at the top of the order. No, I don't think he will. Um, <laughs> I don't
0: think he will. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right about that. Um, what about India, Jai? Moving on to the uh, Test Championship, who do, you see them, who do you see them taking over there, mate? So
1: their question is going to be the bowling. The trouble they've got is that the dominating attack here is unlikely to dom- dominate in England, mm. and they're going to have to drop uh, at least uh, one, maybe two of the spinners.
0: Yeah, and who's that going to be? Is it just Siraj? It's just going to come straight back in the team there? We <clears> see <throat> Siraj and Shami. I mean, Shami's already there. But uh, who else would you think will come back in on the bowling side of things? Jasprit? Where's Jasprit? What's going
1: on with that guy? Yeah, so Jasprit Bruma is uh, wrapped up in cotton wool for the ODI World Cup. So the bowling will probably look quite similar to the previous uh, WTC final uh, in that they'll have at least uh, one spinner. Mm-hmm which would probably be today because he's got the extra batting.
0: Um, and he's freaking awesome, which is worth pointing
1: out. Which I think was a mistake play. Probably no space for Aksha.
0: Yeah, uh, poor old Aksha, which is a shame because they, that guy's also going to be great. But he probably does need another couple of years too. Yeah,
1: and uh, it's going to be early uh, – uh, well, they call it summer in England, but, you know, we're <laughs>
0: The summer adjacent pig that they call, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) Uh, So it's not really the best type of spinners. So the Indian spinners are going to offer more control than penetration.
0: Mm. Okay, yep. That makes sense to me. Um, What about the quicks? They're slightly unnamed. I think Siraj is a bit
1: wayward, but they have more or less turned their back on Isha Sharma. So they don't really have anyone else in the absence of Boomerah. Mm. Uh, then they'll probably have to go with Umesh Yadav as their third quick. Oh, yeah, of course. I forgot about Yadav. Mm. Yes, he's, he's more or less the horses, but uh, he's probably number three uh, in line.
0: Mm. So not huge pace bowling depth, which you do need. Although you can never really know it, Lords, can you? I mean, are, you assume it's going to be green and nip around and... England, but spinners have taken bunches of the wickets there in the past. I, I don't know. I mean, it's it's kind of the reverse of what happened to Australia coming to India, right? Where the question gets asked: is, is, yes. Do you play to your strengths or do you try and play to the conditions? Um, and you, I mean, I think Akshar Patel, given his performances, definitely deserves to be on the plane, even if he doesn't get a game, just because he's clearly, you know, the future of Indian cricket is phenomenal. Absolutely, and. With Jadeja having had, yeah, Jadeja's injuries do mean that he's, yeah, you do want to what wrap him up in cotton wool a little bit. I, I think there's going to be a really interesting Jai. I, I um, I don't know who's going to open the batting and for Australia, as I've mentioned, it could be literally anybody. Um, I think the pace, the bowling will be pretty set. We'll see Stark. We'll see Cummins. We'll see, um, probably Scotty Boland because I think we'll you know one to see scotty in england will be i think devastating um, and yeah. then if trav moves up to open, somebody's going to have to come in at 5 and so i it, it, i don't know what the batting looks like particularly but i think that i think that our pace bowling will be a real strength in that game I think India could feel hard done by, if they get beaten by Australia in the final and beaten by <laughs> New Zealand in the final, in the previous iteration, um, two consecutive championships in a row. I think that's going to be a bit, you're know, feeling a bit always the bridesmaid, never the bride, Jai, if that was the case. Yeah,
1: well, that's the problem with going from a league format to a uh, cup final uh, format. Mm. Yeah, and if you can have happen- Unfortunately, it's going to be whoever's best on the day. And when you're playing a... Yeah, and you're playing a one-off in uh, alien conditions. Um, Usually the team who's better prepared is gonna go in. So Australia have uh, Smith and I think Lavishane as well playing county cricket ahead of time. Yeah, Obviously, Aussie conditions are a bit more similar. India will be uh, coming straight out of the IPL. So just on the preparation basis, you've got to put Australia in as favourites.
0: Ooh, is this your first iteration of mind games, Jai? Trying to grab underdog status? Is that what's happening here? (laughs) I I would put it down to that
1: if it weren't for last year. So that's pretty much what happened against New Zealand, yeah, and I was right. pretty confident for that one. So I think I've learned my lesson.
0: Well, Jai, well, I mean, we'll see. I I, I would like to think we'd be in box seat. I think the real secret weapon for us is going to be Scotty Boland build the man a statue. I just think in, in English conditions, that guy could be a real handful. Um, very, very difficult to get away, but we'll, we'll have to see how it rolls out. Um, Jai, thanks so much, man. Thanks so much for taking my calls and, and helping me get some episodes out through this series. I've really <laughs> enjoyed talking to you about it. And um, I think I'll probably give you a call uh, again around after the game's done. Maybe we'll do one before, one after um, for the World Test Championship. I don't think I'm going to bother covering the ODIs um, just because... Uh, my life's about to go to hell in a handbasket, so I don't think I'm going to have the the bandwidth to do it. But um, is there any final thoughts you want to throw in, any final things that were on your brain that you wanted to mention, Um, any things that you were thinking about the ODI series, any other bits and pieces that you thought would be worth recording for posterity at this stage?
1: I don't think so, though. I just wanted to express my gratitude to you for the opportunity to um, have these regular chats. It's been a great pleasure being promoted to host uh, for this series. And, um, I think you're quite right not to follow the ODIs. Um, although we are children of the ODI age, I think it's more or less, uh, an era that's, uh, coming to an end. It's not really a priority for cricket fans anymore.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's so little a priority for me, Joe. I'm nearly going to cancel my KO subscription for a couple of months, save myself some dollars and then get it again for when the ashes start. Oh yeah.
1: Well, that's a sad, that's a sad <laughs>
0: indictment that it's not the time that you prioritize it anymore yeah it is really it is and mate you've been a wonderful addition as a host ja. i really appreciate your time i know you're a busy man so i'm gonna get let you get back to work but thanks so much pal and i will chat to you again really soon and um yeah well thanks for a bloody great series two one we'll take that <laughs> pretty good absolutely my pleasure pat it's been
1: uh, fun uh you know, dissecting all the action with you and uh, look forward to our next
0: skirmish for the championship final Hell yeah, Jai. Thanks, mate. Chat soon.
1: All right. Look forward to it. You too, you Bye.
0: Two for None is created by Patrick Cullen and Chris Barty. This episode presented by Pat Cullen and Jai Singh. This episode was produced and edited by Ginger Snap Productions. Check us out at gingersnapsydney.com. Make sure you like, rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend about this podcast, share it on socials, get the word out, tell everybody you know that Two for None's a bloody great podcast. We swear it's not just our mums who like it. We'll be back for the Test Championship Final, if any of us can say it, and the Ashes. And until then, folks, look after yourselves out there. Thanks for a great summer, and go those Aussies! Go those Aussies!
1: Go those Aussies!